Rick Dancer, and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And tonight we have a um, really interesting subject. I've done this before. Um, I have been living with this uh, demon for, oh my gosh, I don't know, uh, 12 years now, I think. Um, the first time, uh, we're talking about catfishing. And uh, some of you think it's funny or you watch a show about catfishing and that seems you know, entertaining. Uh, if you are a victim of catfishing, it is not funny. And you end up losing thousands of dollars, your self-respect. Um, you feel stupid because you fell for it. Um, if you're like me, um, I, I'm sort of a victim of catfishing because my picture gets used to catfish women and I get, and men, and I get tons of, I, I counted up and this week, counting Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I've had eight, um, eight people notify me that my picture's being used on TikTok, on social media, on Instagram, on dating sites on porn dating sites. Um, and, uh, and there's nothing I can do about it. I paid $5,000 for three years, um, to a company to find them. It did reduce some of it, but didn't stop it enough to make it worth my money or my time. And, um, I take it seriously, but I can't spend my life chasing these people. Um, I've had to call people, people's mothers and tell them that that's not me and break their heart. And, um, and it's just, it's embarrassing. And, uh, so anyway, we're going to talk with, uh, uh, Sandy, a woman who's going to come on in just a second is brave enough. And she notified me yesterday, uh, that this was happening. And I said, Hey, would you come on tomorrow night, um, and talk about this? And she agreed to do that. And she's going to tell her story. She's been in contact with these folks and we'll tell you where they're from. Cause they told her and we'll kind of go from there. I want to give our sponsors a big shout out because we can't do this without our sponsors. BS Free MD, um, they're two doctors out of Oregon. Uh, they do a podcast on mostly medical issues, but they're starting something new. Um, cock cocktails with doc tails. And I have no idea what it is, um, but I have a feeling it involves drinking. And they're going to come on in a little, little bit and do a little live segment with us about that. And uh, we'll hear more about cocktails with docktails. And their first episode is tonight, um, six o'clock Pacific time. Um, also, Chris Dental Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome. Uh, Dr. Bratlin is one of our biggest sponsors. He believes in people should have a voice. And uh, he also does dentures at his clinic, just so you know. And New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center, Matt McCarl. He does hyperbarics uh, oxygen treatment. And they are doing something fairly new. It's been around hit, hit with him for about a year. But light therapy. And Matt's going to come on and tell us a little bit about how that works. So let's get right to the show. Um, you know what I always forget? I, I have this new lead and I forgot it. But last night I put it on and I got zapped by by. Um, YouTube. So I'm kind of thinking that the music, they don't know that it's wrong. So I'm just going to go right to the topic. So we're going to bring Sandy in. Sandy Lee Nelson, how are you? I'm great. How are you? So where are you from? I'm, I'm guessing you're from somewhere. Are you in Southern Montana? No, I'm from Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. So yeah. tell my audience, like, like, what did you do? What do you do? What kind of, what's a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, I work for, I'm an independent distributor for a company that sells uh, regenerative medicine products. And um, that's how I got involved with this person on TikTok. <laughs> I was talking to, you know, you're, you're very athletic. And um, this person who's intimidate, uh, you know, in, uh, impersonating you has all the videos of you doing your exercises. 
And so I thought, hey, he needs our product. And he started following me on March the 5th. And so that's how I got involved. We were talking about the product and what it can do for you, how it um, makes your workouts better. You can, you know, recover from them faster. And, you know, that's. And and that was the hook. You were just doing business. And then he started trying to hook you in with catfishing you. So what, how did it kind of start? Well, I started talking with him and I have something called project broadcast so that I don't give my phone number to people. They text this phone number and give them my, uh, their email address. And then I will send them the information that they're requesting. That way I can hide my phone number. Um, and he could not understand what I was telling him about project broadcast. And so I let my guard down and I went to telegram and cause our company app is on telegram. So when I send you a video, and you watch it, the app comes back and tells me you opened it, you watched the whole thing, or you only watched it for five minutes or whatever. And that way I know whether or not you're really interested in the product. And so that's how, how it started. That was March the 5th. And we talked on March the 5th for like five hours. This guy was incredibly interesting. And plus he looks like you, my God, who wouldn't want to talk to you for five hours? <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and that voice of yours, he, the only voice that he has on his videos is where you're talking when you moved into your new home and you asked the question about the president. If you could ask the, quest, uh, the president one question, mm-hmm. what would that be? And at that moment, that voice with that face, I was like, wow, this guy is awesome. <laughs> so- so he take does he he does he use my somehow he uses my voice to like he'll to 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 keep talking when you talk to him it's my voice. Well, we've only been talking on Telegram. We he did call me one time, and yes, it was your face, and it was your voice, and I don't know how he did that because he, your lips moved to the same words that he was saying, and the problem was that he his voice didn't sound like yours. And I said, wait a minute, this is not the voice on the video. And he said, I told you that I used a um, a fill-in voice or there's some app that you can use that changes your voice. And that's what he said that he had used. And of course, at this point, I'm not suspicious or anything. So I'm not checking up on him. Right. So so how did he find you? Because are you recently widowed? I was widowed in 2012. And I got on TikTok at the end of November because... um, I was going to use social media to promote the product and um, you have to have a thousand followers and you have to have, I don't know how many likes it is or whatever. So I started doing videos about caregiving cause I'm a caregiver and um, I had, I didn't start going live yet because all my followers were men and I just couldn't get over this that no there, there I have about maybe a hundred women and all the rest, the other 1500 of them are all men and they, you know, they have the same routine, the same questions, the same script, you know, how are Hello, beautiful. How are you? How's your husband and children? You know, blah, 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 blah. But this guy didn't do that. He just said, I sent him a thank you for the follow because I do that with everyone. Thank you for following me. And he sent back your most welcome. And uh, he said, what part of the country are you in? So his, his approach was totally different than all these other guys. And that's how it started. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break here. And then when we come back, I want you to talk about what, when did you start noticing something was a little weird? Okay. Yes. Hang on. 
I really don't care what people think. And so I, there's consequences. And maybe one day I'll say something that gets my license taken away or something because I've been anti-masks, anti-COVID vaccinations. And, um, um, but I, I just, I, I, want, I want real science and I look at data and I looked at data from the get-go on stuff. And, and, uh, and so I'm just, I'm not gonna have, I, the worst thing they could ever do is just take away my license and so be it, I'll do something else. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to let people control my thought. And as a doctor, we should all sit there and question things. We should be allowed to question things. And so, and I, sometimes I might be wrong, but I have the, I should have the ability to question things and verbalize that. That kind of ties in nicely with our conversation here, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I mean, don't you think, Sandy, one thing that, you know, I, I probably should save this for later, but it fits so nicely right now. <clears throat> I'm sure you've learned to ask a ton of questions now. You, you're pretty skeptical of all this stuff. Yes. I um, Actually, I knew from the beginning. I could just tell where it was going. Um, he was getting ready. To, he, he told me he was an AT&T consultant and that he also worked offshore as a uh, petroleum engineer. And he was getting ready to go back to the ship. And um, he got to the ship and he started telling me that he had left this money with his mother and that she had gone through it and that he was part of the Silicon Valley Bank uh, thing that he lost. Oh, the good scam. There oh, you go. Keep scam. current. Keep it. Keep your scam current. Oh, yes. And so I knew immediately he was going to ask me for money. And you have to understand something through this whole ordeal. I knew he was a scammer, but he was slick. You know, he pulled on every heartstring. He pulled on. He, he just had all the right words. He has studied your videos. I mean, to the T, because he sounds like you in his, in his texting. He sounds like you. He has the same beliefs that you have. He, um, his mannerisms are very close to yours. I watched all your videos because I was like, who is real and who isn't? Yeah. Right. And um, anyway. So when I you say his mannerisms, do you mean the, the way he, the way, because you're not seeing him on video. No. I mean, the way he talks, when, the, the, his conversation, you know, he, he talks about um, the Lord. He talks about uh, justice. He talks about right and wrong. Um, and he just, to me, he sounds like you. So what's know. scary to, to me as a person is these guys are studying you, me. Yes. And to mimic that um, and going to great extents um, to steal from men and women, mostly women, I hope. <laughs> but I've had calls from men as well. Um, but, you know, and so what How did you, 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 did you end up giving him any money? Yes, I, I will tell you, it was worth it. <laughs> I sent him $150 because he was asking me for $600 in Apple gift cards for his phone so that we could video chat from wherever it was that he was. And uh, I kept telling him, no, no, no. And we would argue back and forth, argue back and forth. And finally, one day I said, you know what? It's worth it. I'm just, I'm just going to do this because I'm going to catch this guy. At that point in time, I decided I'm going to find out who this is. And so I sent him the money and um, uh, he had told me it was going to go to his mother. Well, his mother's name was Wanda and that's not the name that I zelled the money to. And so at that point right there, I was like, mm -hmm, I knew it. And so I just strung him along and strung me along and talked to him and he kept, you know, my husband died in 2012. Uh, you know, I haven't really felt 
you know, I just haven't really felt like a woman since then, to be on, perfectly honest with you. Right. I have had one relationship since then, and we're very good friends and everything, but it wasn't the thing that pulled on my heartstrings. You know, I'm looking at you, and I see this guy, you know, but I know it's not that guy. You're not that guy. So you knew, you knew, all. did you know all along? Yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. And then when he, um, he went overseas, and he texted me, and he told me he was going to, um, to Aberdeen. And that he was going to have eighty something thousand dollars on him, and I'm getting ready to have a hand surgery, and he wanted to send me the money for my hand surgery. And I told him, not no, but hell no, you know I can pay for my own surgery. And um, I knew right then, okay, something's going to happen. Well, two days later, he was involved in a taxicab robbery. They stabbed him twice. They stole his money. Blah 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 blah. Well, because of images.com.google.com. I was able to take that hospital picture of his stab wounds that he sent me and I found it on the internet and it was from 2015. It was from a guy that had been stabbed, a 15 year old who'd been stabbed. And it was the picture of him in the hospital bed with his bloody hospital gown and all that. Oh yeah. You, you don't want to mess with me because I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you. Oh my gosh. So that that is great. The extent that they go, did, is that, does that what surprised you? about yeah. this is how thorough they yeah, were. They're very thorough. And, um, but all through that, I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. And I believe that everybody inside has some good in them. And all through this, I kept saying to him, just tell me who you are. Cause you and I both know that you're not who you say you are. And, and I, he said, why do you care? And I'm like, because somewhere inside, I think there's a good person somewhere. There's got to be something good inside of you. And uh, eventually it wore him down. Today it wore him down. He sent me his picture today. It's okay, like hang on just a second. Let me go to another message uh, real quick. And you guys, what I'm going to do here is um, I'm going to pull Sandy out just for a second. We've got, um, we're going to go live. We taped this up earlier today because Sandy's in Texas. And um, so um, Dr. Uh, the the Heinmarshes, uh, Tim and May, are starting a new program tonight, uh, 6 o'clock Oregon time, Pacific time. And it's called uh, Cocktails and Docktails. <laughs> and, and here joining us now to explain what that's all about is Tim and May. Oh, yes, but I am for docktails with cocktails. Okay, so what is docktails with cocktails? I get that. So it's docktails like. No, 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 no. Tales like stories. T A L E S. Oh, yes. Oh, see, I I think you could do like a Doc Tales too. That's weird. Well, that's, actually, that's actually, that, May, you might Japanese be able to. Thing. That's that Japanese <laughs> thing where they wear the tail. And so no, what is I'm this, not into that. What is this going to be? Well, we kind of had Doc Tales with cocktails already in our podcast. We started off doing them the beginning where it was almost monthly, where we kind of just told crazy stories. We tried to keep it HIPAA. Okay, without sharing too many details of past patients, but dissed on ourselves and we would um, it would be light and funny. And we would also share our favorite beverage cocktail of the month um, and who was from. We try to get sponsors that way. But now we have a sponsor this week, which nice. we're not going to tell you who it is because you have to watch the show. Uh, and we are opening wine from the sponsor and promoting them. And then we are actually, we've revamped it instead of a podcast. Now we're doing live streams again because people used to like us when we did live streams on Facebook. BS free MD. Uh, check them out tonight. 
6 p.m. Doc, tails with yeah. cocktail. Yes, join us with your cocktail, with your gin. Sit back, relax, and uh, laugh at our stupidness. All right, that was Tim and May, the crazy people. And now we know what they're up to. And uh, so tune in tonight, six o'clock, and you can find out more and join them. And I think they're going to have me on their show pretty soon because, but I'm going to have to drink alone. Um, but I'm not afraid to do that. I can, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I can have a beer by myself. I know Tim drinks whiskey, but we'll go, we'll go with the beer. Um, okay. Back to our topic tonight. Um, we were talking about catfishing. Uh, Sandy Lee Nelson uh, is in the middle of a uh, I don't know what you call it, a catfish <laughs> episode um, where this is really happening to her life. She lives in Texas. And um, uh, fortunately to, that we get to know each other now, but unfortunately, because they're victimizing both of us, um, they're using my face and this has been happening for years. I've had the weirdest thing, Sandy, happen with this. I mean, everything from my face put on the nude body of another man um, in a position you don't want people to see you in naked and, um, and unbelievable stuff where you're just, it's embarrassing because you're like, that's out there on the internet. And you know, when the first woman asked me, well, there's a nude picture of you out on the internet. And I said, well, first of all, I have never taken a nude picture of myself because I don't understand my phone and cameras enough. And just my luck, I would take a picture and throw it out on the internet somewhere, you know? And so there is no such thing. And these are obviously when I saw it, I obviously I know what I look like and that was Photoshopped. And um, so it, it's, it, it's really intrusive. And how did he try to groom you because he, did he try to play off of loneliness or the la the loss of your husband and that kind of thing or companionship or what? Um, I'm a caregiver. And during while all this was happening in the beginning, my best friend of 56 years had a massive heart attack. She coded seven times. Her blood sugar was over a thousand for 18 hours. We almost lost her. And so um, my sister is in, in hospice and so I was taking care of my sister and trying to take care of my best friend who's 125 miles from here and um, you know I was sharing my heart with him about you know being a caregiver and I've had 11 people die in my arms uh. um, you know that's that's what I do that's the gift that God gave me and so um, he found that attractive and that's what he talked to me about my kind heart and he thought I was beautiful and uh, he said it's it, it's not the outside it's the inside you know, because we, we talked for hours and hours and hours and hours. From Does, the was there any place in there that you kind of sort of fell for it or understood or oh, liked it? Yeah, or? yeah it, it brought me alive in places that, I mean, I felt like a schoolgirl. I felt like I was in high school again. And, you know, here's this guy wooing me and it's going to be my first kiss. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking to him about I can't wait till he comes to Texas, even though on the inside, I know he's not real. But it just brought me alive again. That's the only way I can put it. And I don't mean that to, to um, say anything against my friend, my good friend who, you know, we were romantically involved at one time. Nothing against him, but it's, it's just different. It was different. And so that's, is that kind of the scary part? Because you, you, you know, you obviously have the tenacity to go after this guy and find out who he is. Whereas a lot of women are maybe going to just stop at that point where it like, this feels good. I'm just going to, and maybe they, I would guess that a lot of them somewhere in the back of their mind know that this is too good to be true. It's probably not happening, but I mean, 
and I, I'm not speaking this to you and that, that, you know, but loneliness is a really, uh, a, 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 it, it's it, to, to find somebody when you're lonely is pretty attractive. Yes. Yes. And seductive. And, and it's easy. These guys are playing off. That. That's what's scary is that these guys are so good at what they do. Yes, they are. And they are so good at, at their stories of, you know, I just need this help. You know, um, my mother needs to get her oxygen filled. And I left her with $8,000 when I left, but I don't know what she did with it. And, you know, I can't send her any money because Silicon Valley Bank went out. And I'm like, you know, well, it's FDIC insured. And in 24 hours, you got access to your money in this bank right here. And, you know, because everything that he came to me with, I had an answer immediately for him because I'm not stupid. I may be blind, but I'm not stupid. And there, there is a difference, right? I mean, that's what I think we have to get past with people because I do still have people come on and say, oh, who would ever fall for that? Well, let me just say something. You haven't lost a partner. You haven't been lonely, that lonely. You haven't been in this position. So you do not know what that feels like and what you're susceptible to. It's easy to judge, you know. Yes. Yes, it is. And, and, you know, it just, it was, it was really nice to have somebody that understood me that could really look inside of me and see my heart. Chuck did that. I was married for 28 years and, you know, he did that. People would say, well, she's a bitch, you know, but, but I'm a nice person. I have a caring heart and I'm loving and I'm kind and I try to see the good in everybody. And that's what I kept trying to pull out of him was the good in him. I tried to make him see, look, what you're doing is wrong. Okay. So let's, I'm going to go, I have one more break. And then what I want you to do is talk to me about you. You have just like yesterday and that you've, you've found this guy and let's talk about what you've learned from him. So hang on just a second. Did you know that light therapy could alleviate your pain? There's been over 60 years of study into light therapy. Blue light really works well with the skin. Red light penetrates down into the muscles to really help with muscle recovery from workouts. Infrared can go bone deep through the skull into the brain and can help promote blood flow, which can help with mental mental clarity. New light pads. They're called the Deep Light Therapy Pads. They're infrared only. They're really good for targeting areas of the body to really get deep penetration into large muscles, down to the bones, work with muscle soreness and joint pain alleviation. And, and I'm a huge fan of light therapy. Oh my gosh. I go do a workout and then you go in there and you sit in the red light and oh my God, mm -hmm. Sandy, it's awesome. You feel like, yeah, I mean, not to, you know, think I, when I was in my younger years, I was a little bit of a stoner and you feel like you're high, but you don't have the paranoia, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Sandy, you start, you start befriending this guy. And then just like when you kind of contacted me the other day, um, he started telling you to figure out, tell people what you figured out about this guy. Well, when I found uh, the nail in the coffin for him was a picture of his stab wounds because I told him, I don't believe this happened to you. And I said, show me your stab wounds. So he sent me that picture. And then um, I had already Googled uh, men who scam widow women on the Internet. And it told about images.com 
image.google.com and how you can put an image in there and it'll search the internet and bring it up everywhere that it is. It'll show you where that image comes from. And that's how I found Rick Dancer. Huh. So tell people again. So, so this is good information for people. So how do they go? If you see a picture, any picture, mm -hmm. um, and I think, and I'm not speaking of myself, but I've learned this on my own page. If you've got a page and it has hardly any followers and it's a super good looking woman or a super good looking dude, um, most likely that's not who that person is. <laughs> I've, I've sort of going, oh yeah, sure. I'm sure that that woman that's 22 years old just really wants to be on my page, you know? And I, so how did you do it again? You go in and you to do what? Um, you open up image images.google.com and then you uh, download into that, the picture that you want to search the internet for. So I put your picture into that uh into that box and it searched the internet and it came back rick dancer get real rick and dancer. what Brought did you everything about you what did you think at that point at that point i started looking and the white shirt with the gray on the, the short sleeve shirt with the polka dots kind of and it's gray on the sleeves you had three pictures of you in that that's what he had on when he sent me the um message about his mother and that he really needed to send his mother some money. And would I send his mother money for him? He had that shirt on. And then you have another shirt that you had a black t-shirt on underneath. It's, it's a Navy shirt that kind of has gold striping and stuff in it. Every, every picture of you, he had, I, I mean, all of your shirts. It, it was just, it was you. It, it was to me, it was just you. Right. Going, okay. Uh, but what, what did it was, like I said, this, the stabbing thing. And I started looking at those images and I'm like, okay, he changed some of them because the one where, you, oh, the other thing I want to tell you was about the tattoos. He told the story of every one of your tattoos. He said that was the story of his life. And he had gotten that because, see, I, I started looking at when you started getting the tattoos and your tattoos and what they meant. And he got that from you. So he borrowed that from you, too. Wow. Yes. So... So tell me, um, you, this guy's a Nigerian and tell, tell people what you found. Cause you've been like, now you're having real conversations yes. with the real guy. With the real guy. Yes. I, um, I, I appealed to him. I said, you know, I know that somewhere inside you're a good person and, uh, you know, you know that I know that, that this is not you. So why don't you just come clean with me? Just tell me who you are. Just tell me who you are, where you live. Why are you doing this? And he came back and he told me, he sent me his picture. He said, I'm 27 years old. I'm a black man. Now he's changed his name uh, on the Telegram app. He's changed his name to Dave. It was Liam Cole and now it's Dave. Um, and he told me, he said, he said, I'll tell you who I am if you won't hurt me. You know, so that kind of, you know, pulled on my heartstrings a little bit. But, you know, I said, what you're doing is wrong. You know, yeah. I'm smart enough. I said, your, your first mistake was getting a hold of me because I'm smart enough to go after you. And, and they believe, because I've talked to these folks, it's a Nigerian ring and they're poor uh, young men. Most of them are really 16 or 17. And this is what they do. They want to come to America. They want to raise enough money to come to America. And so they use that as an excuse. And I understand. I, I, well, I don't understand because I'm not in their shoes. I have not lived in poverty. So I don't understand what that means. But obviously, they're very desperate. And, um, you know, they, they'll do anything 
uh, to get the money to, to get out of there and, and, and have a life. That, that's what they told me is, you know, we just want to get a life. So part of you wants to feel sorry for them. But on the other hand, I have too many women on here who've lost tens of thousands of dollars. Yes. That's the sad thing. And I know someone who lost a, a bunch of money as well. And I have another friend that's totally homeless now. She lost her house. She lost her car. She used to travel all over the world. She has nothing now because she gave everything away. Everything. To a catfish. Yes. Yes. And wow. it, it's sad. You know, it's really sad. But um, I just kept appealing to him and, and just saying, you know, he says, I'll stop what I'm doing. He said, I have three sisters. My mother just died. I have three sisters and a brother. I'm 27 and I'm almost finished with university and I just need a little bit more money to finish university so that I can have a better life for my sisters, my sister, my brother and I, you know, and he kept saying, I'm age is just a number. It doesn't matter anything. He said, I really and truly feel the way I told you I feel about you, you know, so who knows it, it, maybe it really is him. Maybe it's not. I did try to do an image search for him, but I couldn't find anything. He had a Houston Astros hat on, so it kept pulling up the hat. It wouldn't pull up the person. So give advice to our audience. Um, what, what do you, <clears throat> what, you know, one, two, three, what are things that people do to, to prevent this from happening from them becoming a victim of something like this? You can't engage with them. Never, ever, ever leave. If you're on TikTok, don't leave TikTok. Don't go to WhatsApp. Don't go to Google chat. Don't go to Telegram. I went to Telegram specifically because of my business. That was it. Um, but don't, don't go somewhere else with them because they will do anything that they can to get you to send them money. And they'll tell you anything, you know, any kind of story. And, and you know, when you're sitting at home and you're lonely and you're a recluse and, and you have money and you have nobody to give it to or whatever, you're going to, you're going to fall victim to them because they're slick. They know what they're doing. They're these are, well. these, I think that's what people don't understand. These are professionals. Yes. I yep. mean, these kids learn fast. They know the tricks. Um, obviously they're studying people like me to, to mimic them as best they can. Yes. And, and see, my next question to him will be to ask him, you know, how much money do you get to keep out of the money that you collect? Where, what, you know, who, who, who else is involved in this? I'm going to go down that trail with him until he cuts me off until he understands that I'm going after whoever it is that's got you doing this. Why? Because ever since I was three years old, I have heard the word righteous one whispered in my ear and I have a justice button and God calls me his righteous one. That's his heavenly name for me. And so, um, I do. I have a justice button and you've pushed my justice button now and it's time to come clean, to find the truth, because that's what I go after is the truth. That's just it. Where do you think um, where do you think this is going to lead? It will either lead to him um, getting off a of telegram and blocking me or maybe I can influence him enough to, to get information from him about the ring that he's in. I would like to be able to do that because I'd like to, you know, they're into sex trafficking. You know, who knows? He might have been captured when he was six years old and, and been trained how to do this. You know, he he looks like he's about 15. He says he's 27, you know, but he's somebody somewhere taught him how to do this. He didn't just come up with this on his own. So I'd like to get further into who's doing it and how, how, how do they get paid? You know, how do so they bring you into it? So at this point for your life, um, 
what do you, where's your hope? What do you, what do you hope for the next thing? I really hope that, uh, and I know I'm naive to hope this, but I really hope that he'll stop what he's doing and that he'll realize that if he really wants a better life, that he has to do it honestly. He can't do it by stealing. So what did you learn about yourself through all this? I learned that I do hear the stop, the small, still voice of God. I do hear his voice because I, I had doubts. Our pastor died three years ago. And ever since he died, I haven't dreamed. And I used to dream all the time. Um, and so uh, I wasn't sure that I was still hearing God's voice. But now I, I know I'm hearing his voice because all along through this, he was telling me this isn't real. No, this isn't real. Back off a little bit. Don't get your feelings in there so much. Um you know, I've just. Yeah. Huh. Can, I, can, can I ask you a harder question? Yes, you may. So what <clears throat> what have you learned about uh, you in terms of um, what you need in your life? I've learned that just because I'm 67 doesn't mean I'm dead. <laughs> I've learned that I can have a life that I can. There is somebody out there for me again. I can have love again. I, you know, when he, when Chuck died, I thought, you know, my life is over, you know, but I realized that I can have a life again, that, you know, there is going to be somebody out there that wants me, you know, and I'm a nice person. <laughs> so do you think that that, what he did and you and understanding your position and you, I mean, you were kind of, but you also had this weird dynamic with your feelings going, okay, there's a woman in here who's waking up. Yes. Um, so at the same time where you're telling her, wake up, but don't get overly involved in this thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I had to back off because, you know, he kept saying, listen, I'm telling you, I'm, I, I really do love you. I really do love you. I'm like, you can't love somebody in 14 days. And I told him a million times, you have to see, feel and touch somebody. You have to be face to face with him. He said, but we have this energy. There's this undeniable energy between us. And he, he was correct. There was an energy between us. I felt it, but I'm still a touchy feely. I got to see you and know that you're real person. So, you know? so last thing, mm -hmm. what would you tell Chuck? Mm. About this or what would I tell him? What have you like, not, not about this. Cause let's just take this and kind of push it over, but say, what did you um, learn about yourself? And I, I mean, and obviously you really loved your husband and but this kind of has rekindled something in you to say, you know, like, is it, you know, I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But. I would have been freer. I, I would have been freer. I would have been um, less of a prude. I was, I was very um, shy, <laughs> you know, um, I just would have been less of a prude. I would have been more lovey-dovey. I would have been more assertive in, you know, intimate places, I just would have been a different person if I had known then what I know now. But, but, it, but even this experience, would you say something to Chuck like, um, I'm, I'm back? Yeah. Well, I think he probably know, knows that because I believe that, you know, yeah, I am. I'm back. I'm back. But I'm back much better than I was with him. Because I don't, I feel like now life is, I'm on the backside of my life. So anything I do from this point forward, you know, I need to give it my all because 
I don't have that much time left. You know, maybe 30 Sandy, years if I'm lucky. <laughs> Sandy, I totally, you know, I was reading a book and it said, it was talking about how God helps us write our life in chapters. Mm-hmm. And he's the ultimate editor. And I think God hands me a pen and says, Rick, you get to write this part. And if you need help, um, I'll, write, I'll be here. And there may be things that I scratch out and stuff like that. But I, I, you know, I'm here to write this thing. And do you want this to be like an adventure or do you want it to be just like a really boring story? And I'm like, I want, I want an adventure. And then I, I feel like then he says, um, well, how, how do we move forward? You're, you're, here's your book. And Rick, to be really honest with you, there's more pages on the left than there are left in the right. So you wrote this first part kind of haphazardly. How serious do you want to get with the last 10 or 15 chapters? And I think that woke me up to go, oh, I want these to look like, I want people to look at me and go, you're not supposed to do that at 63. You shouldn't be doing that at 63. I get my hair cut like this and only people that make fun of me are 40 year old insecure men, most of them bald. And when are you going to get a big boy haircut? And it's like, when I want to look like a big boy, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm going to live my life the way God wants me to live. Do you think that, do you, I bet you believe now more than ever that God will turn bad into good. Yes, I do. Uh, he, you know, he says in his word that um, he'll restore everything that is lost to us. You know, and he also says that your latter years will be better than your earlier years. And so I'm I'm walking in that. I, I want to live on the beach before I die. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to go live on the beach somewhere in some country somewhere. I'm going to go live on a beach and I'm going to I have varicose veins. I'm going to wear shorts and I'm going to wear a bathing suit and I'm not going to care that I have varicose veins. You know, this right. is, this has taught me that life is too short. And I just need to be me and to quit worrying about my flaws and just go out there and live. Just live. Yeah. The way you live, because you and Kathy live. I've, I've watched all of your videos, watched everything on the Internet about you. You guys live. And that's what I want. Yeah. I, I am blessed to have a wife who pushes me because it's easier for me um, to, to live comfortably or settle back. And she's just not going to settle, um, for normal. And our kids think we're crazy. Their girlfriends and wives think we're nuts. And, um, but you know what too, Sandy, I think for me, the awakening was, you know, in 2010, when I got diagnosed with cancer and fought that for, you know, a year. And, um, when you come out on the other side, then, you know, I, I just saw too much, um, good. You know, and, and I was scared, but, you know, in the end, I saw too much that, you know, I, I, I have a really cool experience. I was going to get uh, an MRI and because here's the funny thing. So I take care of myself my whole life. I don't eat McDonald's. I don't eat fast food. I watch what I eat. I mean, I'm not anal, but I, I, I watch what I eat and I go in to have my uh, prostate looked at. And they can't distinguish it from my bladder because I, because I don't have enough fat. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I have to pay $50,000 for an MRI because I'm not fat enough. <laughs> and I'm like, how is this healthcare? How is this right? right? So I was really nervous about going in there. 
And I had a dream the night before and I was walking into the waiting area at the hospital and God runs up to me and he goes, Oh, Rick, you're here. Okay, great. I'm like, why are you here? Cause I'm going to go with you. I said, God, have you seen the hole, the chamber? I mean, it's tiny. There's barely room for me in there. And how are you going to get in there? He goes, Oh, they're not going to see me. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap myself around you. And when they push you into that machine, you and I are just going to sit there for an hour and a half and we'll just be together like that. And that gave me so much comfort. Yeah. And, and I realized at that point that the best part of my story was going to come now. Yeah. And yeah. that's why we named our show Get Real with Rick Dancer because for 30 years I was a news anchor and I wasn't really me. Right. And so I had to not only get real with my content, mm-hmm. but I wanted to get real with who, who am I? And, and a lot of people I found don't really like me. And that's just too bad. Exactly right. and, and because the ones that do really, really do. Mm-hmm. And so you just kind of live your life that way. I am so happy that you came on here and that this turned out to be more than a story about catfishing. Yeah. Um, and that, um, I would love to see, it would be fun. Keep in touch with me because it would be really fun in a year or two when you're kind of, when your story has, when you get chapters 12, 13 and 14 written, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're saying, if you have Sandy toes on your you know feet or something, yes. Sandy, um, Oh, Sandy, that's why you want to live on a beach. Yes. <laughs> it's your name. That's right. That's right. Oh my God. It's in your name. You are destined to be in sand. If I believed in reincarnation, I would believe I had been a fish before. Really? Yes. That's and I want to tell you this. The dream that you had about God, that is, this is what I believe. When Jesus died, Christ arose. And when Christ arose, he came to live in every single solitary living thing on the planet, whether you know it or not. Christ walks with you. He's inside of you. He walks with you through every single thing that you go through. Right. And that dream that he gave you is his way of letting you know you're never alone. I'm always here. I'm right, right. here inside of you. Somebody, there's a country song out and it says, um, which I, I get the point. There's all this stuff you do, but everybody dies alone. You know, because oh, no. but but you don't I, the meaning I think I understand. It's like I Kathy can't go through death with me. None of my friends can go through death with me. That's this is personal. This is at yes. the end of my life. It's me and my God. And that's we are the only two who are going to be there. And and I guess that can be scary to some if you don't know him. But mm-hmm. I guess to the rest of it, it should, should be like, um, OK, here. This is the crescendo. Yeah. But and it's then, not in. You no, and then the story you, starts all over again. I get a clean slate. Go to the heavenly realm, and well, life starts over again in the heavenly realm. Well, see, in there, Sandy, we don't have all this, you know, dad issues, and mom didn't do this issues, and people trying to trick me and lie to me, and all that stuff. You get to start fresh all over, and it's like I think you know God's going to go. Oh, we, we don't do that therapy stuff up here. You just <laughs> just hang out with me. I'm I'm your therapist. You know, I'll do everything for you. Yeah. Sandy, I was, it was a total pleasure meeting you. I'm glad Thank that those you. people didn't get anything much from you. And I'm glad that you're doing really well. And thanks for coming on and telling my audience kind of how to deal with this. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it too. It All was right. 150 bucks to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right. So that's how it works. Um, wow. So, you know, that's what life should be like to me. 
Um, you start off with an idea, you have a concept, you go do this, and then you start talking about real life. Um, you know, and Sandy's trying to do something decent for these people, but also for you so that you don't fall for a scam like that. But then in the end, this just all becomes part of our story. What if all the mistakes we make in life are just okay? You know, what if that's just okay? How much time do I spend in my life beating myself up for not doing this or not doing that, or I should have said this, or I should have said that. What if we just kind of took it that, man, there's just an error. I mean, not, not that we don't take care of things when we, you know, say something wrong to someone we do. I, I had a guy on my page and we used to be really good friends. He's very, very liberal. And last night we kind of got in an argument on my, um, on, on a Facebook thing. I had to end up saying, I'm sorry. Cause I was, and I, I had kind of stepped on him and I had to, I'd made some assumptions. And this morning he wrote me the nicest note and just said, you know, Rick, I want to apologize for my part and what I did. So we're going to do a show uh, maybe next week together. And I said, what do you want to talk about? Cause we have a lot of differences and I love what he said. Let's start with the things we agree on. And I thought, yeah, let's do a show about a liberal and a more conservative guy and the things that we agree on. So I'm working on that and we'll see what we get for next week. Uh, tomorrow, um, we are going to have Brian Miskimmons, our weather guy, talking about weather in Oregon, Washington, Montana. Uh, and he's just fun to be around. And then I've got Bill London with your news, uh, the news that you're not going to hear on the regular stations. Uh, he'll be on. And then I found a story just moments ago before I did this interview um, here in Townsend. Uh, they have a program where um, a lot of kids here get kind of bored, don't have things to do. So they have a group that they're opening a pottery guild. So a little place, they took this really cool building. I didn't know that's what they were doing with it. And they turned it into a pot. They, they got grants to put pottery equipment in there. So here's the cool thing. Parents, people like Kathy and me can go down there and learn how to make pottery and they'll charge us a fee. The fee that I pay pays for the kids to go do it for free. So me and my wife can learn how to make mugs, which I really want to do. I don't know why. I just want to. And the, the price we pay is to help kids get to do it for free. And people ask me why I moved to Montana. All about community, relationships and community. This stuff really happens. I'm living in real life and you are too, but sometimes you have to get out of your old life to find your new one. All right. Tomorrow night, the Pottery Guild, Bill London, and your weather. Good night.